Lady Susan by Jane Austen. Letter 16. Letter 16. Lady Susan to Mrs. Johnson. Churchill. Never, my dearest Alicia, was I so provoked in my life as by a letter this morning from Miss Summers. That horrid girl of mine has been trying to run away. I had not a notion of her being such a little devil before. She seemed to have all the vermin milkiness. But on receiving the letter in which I declared my intentions about Sir James, she actually attempted to elope. At least, I cannot otherwise account for her doing it. She meant, I suppose, to go to the Clarks in Staffordshire, for she has no other acquaintance. But she shall be punished. She shall have him. I have sent Charles to town to make matters up if he can, for I do not by any means want her here. If Miss Summers will not keep her, you must find me out another school, unless we can get her married immediately." Miss S. writes word that she could not get the young lady to assign any cause for her extraordinary conduct, which confirms me in my own private explanation of it. Frederica is too shy, I think, and too much in awe of me to tell tales. But if the mildness of her uncle should get anything from her, I am not afraid. I trust I shall be able to make my story as good as hers. If I am vain of anything, it is of my eloquence. Consideration and esteem as surely follow command of language— as admiration waits on beauty. And here I have opportunity enough for the exercise of my talent, as the chief of my time is spent in conversation. Reginald is never easy unless we are by ourselves, and when the weather is tolerable we pace the shrubbery for hours together. I like him on the whole very well. He is clever and has a good deal to say, but he is sometimes impertinent and troublesome. There is a sort of ridiculous delicacy about him which requires the fullest explanation of whatever he may have heard to my disadvantage, and is never satisfied till he thinks he has ascertained the beginning and end of everything. This is one sort of love, but I confess it does not particularly recommend itself to me. I infinitely prefer the tender and liberal spirit of mannering, which impressed me with the deepest conviction of my merit, is satisfied that whatever I do must be right— and look with a degree of contempt on the inquisitive and doubting fancies of that heart which seems always debating on the reasonableness of its emotions. Mannering is indeed beyond compare superior to Reginald. A superior in everything but the power of being with me. Poor fellow! He is quite distracted by jealousy, which I am not sorry for, as I know no better support of love. He has been teasing me to allow of his coming into the country." and lodging somewhere near me incognito. But I forbid anything of the kind. Those women are inexcusable who forget what is due to themselves and the opinion of the world. S. Vernon letter 16 we have lady susan at her finest um she's talking to her friend alicia again so we get her actual thoughts and real feelings about the situation 
And so we have her talking about Frederica, who we learned in the last letter had attempted to run away from school. And we hear that Lady Susan is very upset about this, mostly because it shows that she's trying to disobey Lady Susan. Um, so she says that she sent Charles to go make it up and she's made it very clear that she doesn't want Frederica coming to stay at Churchill. So she needs to find another school for her. And she even talks to Alicia about having, helping her find another school if Miss Summers won't be willing to keep her there. And she admits here in this letter that she had sent a letter herself that we have not, we didn't see in this novel to Frederica explaining that she is going to be forced to marry Sir James and Lady Susan assumes that this is what forces um, Frederica to leave um, or what spurs her into leaving the school. And she's kind of surprised in Frederica's conduct because she seems to think that she is too, she calls her milkiness. So too like her father, too easy to manipulate Lady Susan seems to think that her daughter should be easier to manipulate than she is. And she's very like shocked and unimpressed by the fact that she has not been able to make, make her do, make Frederica do whatever Lady Susan wants her to do. She is very unimpressed of the, in the amount that Frederica is unwilling to do whatever she's told. Um, then she talks a little bit about Reginald again, that right now she's doing okay, that she spends almost all of her time with Reginald and they're always alone together and they're always talking in the shrubbery together. But he's not as good as Mannering. And the big reason is that Mannering is easier to, for her to control. So she talks about how Reginald, I think this is, he has a ridiculous delicacy which requires the fullest explanation of whatever he may have heard to my disadvantage. So Reginald is making Lady Susan work for it. Like she has to explain everything and make it sound good. He won't just take her word for it versus mannering is so much better because he's satisfied that whatever I do must be right. Um, and so it makes her look with a degree of contempt on the inquisitive and doubting fancies of the heart, which seem always debating on the reasonableness of its emotions. So she doesn't like that Reginald is actually trying to hold her accountable. So we see a little crack here where Lady Susan is kind of admitting that Reginald is not 100% under her spell, right? That he actually is thinking critically about things. And like if she says, tells stories that don't quite match up, he seems to notice and call her on it. That kind of thing. He's not 100% willing to just go with whatever she says versus someone like Mannering, who is, that the wonderfulness about mannering according to lady susan is that he will just accept whatever she says and just assume that she's always in the right and not like look any further than that and that is what she likes about him um, which again tells us something about lady susan and who she is that her big love the reason that she loves him is that he is just completely will do whatever she says and believes everything she says and doesn't question her and that is the big thing she doesn't like about Reginald is that he questions her sometimes. Um, and then she's also very happy that Mannering is jealous of her and wants to see her again. Um, but she is not let it, going to let him come near her at the moment. Um, and says those women who are inexcusable who forget what is due to themselves in the opinion of the world. 
So I guess basically that she can't see him currently without with um without breaking rules is what I'm assuming. Like she doesn't want to sneak around in a way that is uncomfortable to her, which she would have to if he came into the area because he wouldn't obviously be able to come to Churchill. So it would get in her way. Basically, what I read about this is that she's perfectly happy to have an affair with him if it's convenient for her and if it's not something that she has to work for. But him coming into the area and her having to sneak around would be a lot of work. It would be effort. um, And she doesn't want to do that. So she is perfectly happy to go on with the affair, but she doesn't want to have to put any effort of her own into it, which also is part of why she loves him so much or her version of love. It's because he doesn't question her and he just assumes she's always right and she doesn't have to explain herself to him. Um, So we get a nice insight here, I think, into Lady Susan's mind and why she's such an awful person. Um, And so next time we'll be back, letter 17 is from Mrs. Vernon to Lady DeCourcy again. So we'll probably hear some more complaining about the bad conduct of Lady Susan. (laughs) 